Hello and welcome to The Game is About Glory. I'm your host, Steph, and joining me is Milo for this emergency pod, which is to, well, it's to discuss the thing that we've all known is coming, and we're going to debate why it's taken so long for the uh, new Tottenham Hotspur Away kit to be launched. <laughs> we have to start We have to start with a laugh, right? Because it's going to get serious. We have to start with a giggle. <laughs> this is the Joe Rodon emergency pod, isn't it? We're going <laughs> to... Devastated that he's off on loan to Leeds, and we're just uh, going to talk through kind of what, what the implications for that are. are. Uh, it was a tough afternoon hearing that news. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we're getting our jokes out now because look, uh, there's <laughs> this is deep. It's deep for all of us, right? I mean, Harry Kane, uh, you know, in all but signing photo, I should say, has moved to Bayern Munich uh, for a fee reported to be a hundred million pounds initially, uh, rising potentially to one hundred and twenty million uh, quid with add-ons and yes again that's pounds not euros well i mean this is this is just a conversation look it's it's we're, we're milo and i are gonna we've got slightly different takes on it i think we all i think we agree on the basics we're going to get into it and uh hopefully this reflects the conversations we're all having i think these conversations are going to be happening everywhere mate the one that we're about to have um and i suppose we should just start well how do how do you feel about harry's departure um I mean, I think, yeah, I think can you, your position is probably more um, typical of the fan base than mine. Um, I'm, you know, I, I, I've thought this was coming for a long time. I think on the pod, it was back in kind of January time when I, I said, the first time I said I thought that he'd be leaving this summer. I've wavered a couple of times on that when kind of when the, the Conte stuff was going wrong. I wasn't sure whether, you know, whether the club would be able to get away with it, frankly. Um, and then kind of uh, since the end of the season, since Andrew's come in, I've kind of gone back the other way. So pretty much the whole summer, I've been convinced that it would end up like this. Um, so you have, I'm, you have indeed. Yeah. So, you know, and, uh, so how do I feel about it? Well, I mean, I, I was kind of resigned to that, f- f- you know, for some time. Um, uh, you know, and I've also talked on the pod uh, quite a bit about how um, I think actually system-wise, he's not the best fit for the system. So I think in terms of you know, kind of purely football terms, you know, whilst it's very, very hard to replace a player of his quality and obviously you know, the number of goals he's got, um, you know, Ange is a system manager and I think... Um, yeah, I don't think that's necessarily the, you know the worst thing, but I haven't answered your question at all about how I feel about it. Um, I, <laughs> no, you you, you just um, you've planted your flag in the ground. I love it. I love it. Um, but we're all. But no, this is an important thing. Everyone is going to be doing that. There's going to be a lot of. Well, I knew this was going to happen, and a lot of. Well, I wasn't yeah, sure. I mean, There's going to be a lot of that going on. This so, is you know, this is how I, it is. And so you know, I think you know, amongst all the commentary I've seen about it today and all the comments, I think the key thing that's missing is people pointing out that I was right. I mean, that's the most important thing, <laughs> because, I think. <laughs> there it is. There it is, folks. There it is, folks. Um, I, you know, I, I tell you what, at the Shakhtar game at the weekend, when he went off, I choked up a little bit. And he's, he's you know, I don't think, I, I find Kane actually quite a, a player. I don't have strong emotional attachments to any players, really. There's only a handful, really. I don't find Kane a player that I can particularly warm to because we don't really know much about him. He doesn't open up in, you know, the way that, you know, other players do. Um, you know, he doesn't, you know, for someone we talk about as being a leader or, you know, captain material or whatever, he gives very little of himself away. 
you know, you think, you know, after the Delhi interview, it's Eric Dyer who goes out and talks about it, not Kane. Or, you know, it's very hard to imagine Kane doing what Dyer did. Yeah. And yeah, so, I, so I feel a bit distant, although he's been ever present for a long time and, you know, mm-hmm. key to the team and, you know, a great player and all the rest of it. I don't really feel the bond with him that I feel with Sonny, no. for instance, or Delhi or, you know, or others. Well, so, you, 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 you know, great point. So, yeah, you know, I choked up a little bit on Sunday. I was kind of thinking, is this the last time I'm going to see him in our shirt? Um, you know, it's a shock, but I'm not, I've, you know, I've seen quite a lot of people really kind of distraught and really cut up by this. Mm. And I don't, I don't personally, I don't feel like that. Well, this is the moment uh, in this pod where we're going to be uh, pretty much congruent because I, I, I mean, I'm with you and I think it's a very, very important point is that, you know, Harry has been a model, model professional. Mm-hmm. He's an absolute legend. I mean, we all know this. No, the, look, we're not going to go on about this throughout this pod. It's it's obvious. The bloke's a fucking legend and he's mm-hmm. our legend and he's going to be one of the biggest, most important players Tottenham Hotspur Football Club has ever had in its long and illustrious list of them. Um, but like yourself, in terms of emotional attachment, it for me, it was nothing like Poch, which broke my heart. It didn't, it's not even registering in the way that Delhi registered with me because that was heartbreaking because you knew what was going on there and you knew what he could have been and, and just so, so sad. And as you said, this has been going on for some time. So actually, maybe it might be a surprise for you to hear me say this. <laughs> I, I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of pretty relaxed about him leaving. His departure is not a problem for me. I, I mean, I have to say, I think he would have done very well in this system. Yeah, I, I think as a, if he'd stuck in the penalty box, he would have been amazing. And it looked, we saw that. You saw that. You yeah, saw yeah. that in his last game. But I, I feel the same as you overall. It's gonna, It was going to happen within the next 12 months. So let's just, we move on uh, with, 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 with a wave and a hug. And, you know, we have to be brutally honest here. He's wanted away for at least two years. You know, since the Man City summer, you know, when he, you know, he went on strike effectively. He turned up late for preseason, missed the first game because of that. You know, since the, since then, he's refused, you know, to talk about a new contract. He's run down his contract in order to get the leverage to allow him to leave this summer. And, you know, although we all tried to bury our heads in the sand about it, you know, he or, you know, his representatives have been talking to Bayern all summer. And, you know, that's the truth of the matter. You know, he wanted out. So, you yes. know, you know, it's it, an undeniable, it's an undeniable fact. I mean, I know that you and I throughout this process have had slightly different uh, feelings as to how that Bayern communication has been and what it's been for. I always felt that maybe it was to smoke out other deals if we could get a hard figure. But I I do just want to throw this in. You know, I I see people, some people are getting upset at Harry and and, and so on. I mean, let's, let's point this out. Harry consistently said since 2018, if this team invests in a way that looks like it's going forward, and if this team continues to go forward, I'm in. Um, So he's been fairly single track about it and i just think in the end he got tired of uh, he got tired of it i just i i I really believe that i i I mean i think i you know i mean yeah what if we're winning stuff he'd stay yeah of course he would i mean you know (laughs) you know if 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 we're in shout a chance of winning the the premier league and the champions league of course he'd stay um but you know we're not and you know i think a lot of what's happened in the meantime has been you know we've had you know a couple of you know, let's ignore that Nuno ever happened, you know, the kind of caretaker in between them. But, you know, we've kind of a, appointed two kind of instant success Wait. managers in order to try and appease Kane or trying to squeeze the last drops out of him and a son. It hasn't worked. Right. But, you know, there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of kind of revisionism and mm-hmm. not think, you know, the rationale, I, you know, I hate the rationale for it, but it was to try and 
bring success for Kane. It was to try and do that, um, you know, to try and squeeze the last drops out of that team we built. I mean, I think all of that was the wrong decision. I think we should have been doing what we're doing now four years ago. Um, but, you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing. And, well, except you know, for the fact that neither you or I had hindsight at the time and we felt they should be continuing to do I, it. But, I know, but hopefully I with know. the manager there. But your point stands. I think your point stands very clearly. And I, I must throw in as well, as as an opposite to this, and, and, and again, um, I'm playing devil's advocate and, you know, someone out there is going to get upset. Harry was part of, you know, Harry was part of it. We didn't win with Harry in. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we lost finals that Harry played in. And I'm not even counting the Champions League final where he might have been playing hurt. But look, not a person on this planet, I think, rationally would not have started him in that game because mm-hmm. you did. Agreed. You know, but there were semi-finals that he played in that he didn't he didn't score. There were he he had opportunities as well. So it's a collective effort. And look, that's to put say nothing uh, about the literally couple of hundred uh, and and add on another near hundred goals he scored for us that mm-hmm. nearly helped us win the league in 2017. I'm not denigrating him in any way, but I do think we need to point out he was part of some pretty near misses himself and didn't manage to get the ball over the line or us over the line. So uh, yeah, balances, right? Yeah, I, th- I think. I mean, I don't know. I mean, how do you feel about how the club have gone about this, Steph? I mean, how do you feel about kind of the timing of it and and all yeah. of that? Yeah, well, I'd, um, and uh, I'll, this is my 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 honest opinion, and take this as someone who you know is happy when they have fifteen grand, let alone fifteen million. <laughs> so, I'm speaking as someone who you know this is this is not my money, right? I think given what has transpired, especially. Um, from Angie's press conference that Harry, you know, said that yeah, he would go if a deal was struck um, and he was just waiting for the deal to be struck. I think that um, both parties, Bayern Munich and, and Tottenham Hotspur, must have known what that figure was. Um, and I think in that case, Daniel, for me, my personal wish would have been for him to have taken a more holistic view, to have understood that if you can do the deal a month earlier than we've done it, if you can eat maybe the 15, you know, of let's say 20 million things, I'm playing around with someone else's money that I can't fathom. I think that the value you get from having a month of preseason where you know for sure that Kane isn't playing, where everyone is moving without the Harry saga rumbling in the background. I, I, I personally think that's worth 20 million. I really do. And I really wish we'd do it. And I just can't help but feel that Daniel got sucked into an ego battle again to just squeeze that final bit out of the tea bag. I don't I mean, know. That's my take. I mean, <laughs> where I think he certainly did get involved in an ego battle was dicking around um like we're kind of final cock move today, trying to um, delay Kane flying out to Germany, which I think means that he hasn't registered in time to play in the Super Cup tomorrow. And I mean, the reason for that is because the, all the narrative would have been around Kane winning a cup on his first game away from Spurs. So I think, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, and I, to be fair, Bayern Munich have acted like dicks all summer anyway. So it's quite Correct. fun. You know, it, it's, I don't, I, I find it quite funny that we've, pulled a dick move at the end of the the whole transfer saga dick wars and, to the final second right I yeah mean- <laughs> um you know but and you know that narrative would have been painful and there'd be plenty of spurs fans who would be beating themselves up over that as well despite the fact that it's the fucking german charity shield and we don't count charity shields as trophies <laughs> in this country so why you know um, certainly not this year no uh, no quite but i mean I, I think in terms of the sums of money you know 
we don't know the structure of the deal in terms Correct, of yeah. you know the, the first offer was rumored to be 70 million euros which is 60 million quid um you know what we've ended up with is twice that if you include the add-ons so there's been you know significant movement on that that's a german record it's you know it's it's a lot more than um Bayern's previous record which i think was about 80 million euros you know it's significantly more than that um, and what we don't know about is kind of the structure of the payments, how much of that are upfront, how good are the add-ons, you know, are they add-ons that are ever going to happen and all the rest of it, you know, it, it could have been, you know, I don't know, a pound for every Champions League and, and World Club Championship he wins while he's at uh, Bayern Munich and, you know, you never, you never see it or something. I don't know. I mean, the truth for the fans is it doesn't matter, you know, it, it means shit, um, you know, how much money that is and, you know, what I think obviously we're interested in how that's you know how that's reinvested and you you know i think what you'd hope is that you know although we've lost a star player and pro, you know a star player we end up with a stronger squad i think is yes. probably and and a, a younger squad that can build i think what we've got here is an opportunity i i think there's a i mean it's one thing that i felt yeah, since the Andrew appointment was made and kind of towards the end of last season when I was thinking about what kind of managers I wanted to come in, I wanted to take a team-based approach. And I do think that sometimes we defer to Kane a bit and other players shrink oh. back a bit because they I, rely I, on him. I, I, I agree. And, and I've got to ask you, I want to ask you this based on what the point you've just made. It segues mm. perfectly into this point that I want to ask, the question I want to ask you. Uh, you know, do you think that the squad would have been happier knowing three, four weeks ago? Right. It's not going to be right. here. You know, I don't even think, and in fairness to Harry, I don't think he knew where he was going to be until like midnight on on, on Friday. I, I really don't. It was that I, tight. But so if you do I mean, it a I, month earlier, does it give everyone a chance to kind of, okay, it's us. I think all the players would have known what was going on. I think the players would have known that he wanted out. I think they would have known that for several years. I mean, but Ange do you says, think even training in training with under Ange and even in playing these friendlies where Harry has to start because he's your best player? I mean, do you think it would have made a difference? Gives well, them that much more synergy, that much more chance. I, I, I can't help but think it would have. But you know, maybe you have a different view. I mean, we've had a compressed preseason anyway, haven't we? You know, we lost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we lost effectively two competitive games from our preseason. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it would have been ideal to have, um, you know, a better preseason and, and be able to play your, you know, your first choice team through that. But, you know, I think, I mean, even if you look down to how we've handled it, you know, Madison has still got a temporary shirt number. He wore the number 10 at Leicester. You know, I think we're pretty sure what, sh what number he's going to be wearing this season, you know, and that the club have said that he's got a temporary shirt number. You know, Harry hasn't been put up for any interviews or done any kind of media work or anything like that in pre-season whatsoever it's pretty clear what's been going on you know Ange has said um you know numerous times in press conferences I don't know what's going to happen but you know you know, talked about this and you know been quite open about this could go on till the end of the transfer window and it's beyond his control you know the, this yeah. I don't think this has been hidden I think as fans so, you know, sometimes we like to kid ourselves that he feels about the club in the same way that we do. And, you know, I yeah. think, funnily enough, we had the same kind of conversation about Potter a little while ago. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we kid ourselves that, pe that, that people feel about the club the same way as we do. We, we don't. They don't. And also, you know, I think a lot of people kind of kidded themselves that, you know, he'd stay and then he'd fall in love with the whole thing and want to sign a new contract. But, you know, that didn't happen at the end of Conte's first half a season when we were flying and everyone was pumped and, you know, he was fully bought into it. I don't see how that would be different this season. And, you know, I just think he'd had his heart set on a, on a move. And I think everyone around him would have known that. 
Yeah, no, I I largely agree. I I, I must differentiate. I do think Potch and Kane are very different. I mean, Potch Potch did hang around uh, for, looking for us to come back, but essentially that's true, that's you're true. right. Yeah. but you're right. But you're right. We do, and I yeah, and I am. I think it's probably known to listeners of our pod. I think we can say this safely that you know I am sort of probably a dreamer in that sense a little more than 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 you but i recognize i recognize that i'm a heartless bastard (laughs) yeah but i mean but no i think what's interesting is we both sort of take these outlier roles in our outlier positions but we actually basically are in the same place i mean we both agree we're both smart we're not we're not stupid i don't think we're stupid am i stupid i don't think i am no i don't think we are so i mean i think you're right we've both known that harry's going and to that point i found myself actually with the preseason games we were playing trying to watch especially in the the first two uh, more interested in the halves that Harry wasn't playing than I was in the halves he was because I was trying to imagine okay what's this going to be like in the PK era um, to post Kane era that is um, that's what that acronym was so okay I mean I suppose we should move into um, you know how it's going to impact um, Angie's plans for this season albeit you've already sort of maybe gone over that by saying yeah, you expected and- it and well, in the press conference today, he was asked about that, and he said, "You know, we've been planning for this eventuality for, yeah. for you know, since since he came in, um, and you know, that's been evident in you know preseason where we've been playing those kind of half and half games, and you know, we have seen a little bit of rotation amongst the you know the options in the forward line. Um, you know, I think Ange again spoke about the signing of Madison was a contingency move against Kane going, so we we had another means of supply because we were so reliant on Kane for creation, um, and." Yeah, I mean, I think so. I think that yeah. you know that's yeah. all pretty clear. And I think if you look at the transfer rumours over the last few weeks, um, I think we've gone some way to lining up the players we want to bring in already. And I would hope that next week, I think again, Ange confirmed there wouldn't be any new players coming in this weekend. I would hope that next week we tr- we pull the trigger on those and bring those players in pretty quickly. Um, so you know, I think you know we spoke about Gift Orban at the weekend. I think yeah, he looks like one of the kind of leading contenders to be. Um, yeah, striker coming in. He's very exciting. Um, I think um, Brennan Johnson looks like he, he he's another one we've lined up. And, you know, maybe with Jed Spence going the other way to Forest, And, yeah. you know, he's probably a squad player rather than a first teamer. But he's a, you know, a wide player. Play on the right can go both ways, which is, you know, again, something we've been talking about in terms of the blend. He's fast. Yes, yeah. He's young. He can play anywhere across the front line. So, again, I think it's, you know, there's that. And then I think also what we'll probably see is maybe a step up in the quality of the other centre-back we can bring in. So, you know, maybe, um, you know, we're not looking for you know, Clement Longley or someone like that who could get for next to nothing. And maybe we're, we're now looking at a slightly better quality of, um, you know, second centre-back coming in. That's my guess in terms of how we'll spend it. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. And, and for, I mean, just to say as an aside, and this is uh, no pressure on Ange at all uh, with this opinion, but I can't help but reflect. Number one, he feels like he feels like your uncle that's just there to make everything make sense. And number two, there's a slight, slight touch of the Fergusons about him in the way that he just has an aura that is very calm and very omnipotent, uh, which is a word I love because it can rarely be applied to football managers. Um, but he has that omnipotent vibe about him it's, where it's like, if he says something, okay, we feel yeah, better. Yeah, it's, it's just that kind of calm authority again that we've spoken about you know there's obviously he's got this no bullshit Aussie manner about him which is great um I mean I think we might have lucked into the perfect manager for this situation it's hard to think of anyone else you know can you imagine Conte being here now and this happening no we'd we'd have the full histrionics (laughs) wouldn't we we'd have the full Conte not the full Monty (laughs) be the full Conte I I have to I have decided actually just like to cut this cut to save time Mm. like because I think the Mourinho and Conte area is kind of blended in to one 
And I'm, I've decided <laughs> to start referring to this, the continuo um, period. You have to be careful that's how good. you say. You have to be careful how you say that. Um, I have still, another it, one that's far it, ruder. It, it, I was going to say <laughs> it, it's still accurate if you get it wrong. But I, I think just to save time, we can just blend them into one, and we can just pretend that that way that we've gone from what was know, your word again? The the continuo. Can I um, can I posit another one? The more conti, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're um, both good. <laughs> But it, but either way, let's stop <laughs> no, talking. Nice Let, let's talk. Stop talking about them anyway. Uh, you know, I, th- I think. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think. I, th- I think Angie's the perfect manager for this time yeah. because because of that quiet authority. I think the trust we've. Um, uh, you know, he's already built up so quickly. The players clearly like him. Um, you know, he he is a system based manager, so he's less reliant on star players. So again, I think that would help us get over that bump. A lot quicker if you know if Redknapp was manager and the tactic is to pick the eleven best players, get out there and tell them to do them so do you know, do their best mm. and enjoy themselves. Then you take out star players and it becomes a real problem. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't think that's the the case. You know you could see with our B team beating Barcelona's A team for mm. you know eighty minutes on Tuesday Tuesday, Tuesday. night mm. that um you know that this yeah yeah that that this I- yeah we can get past this. I agree. And I think something, I mean, you've covered very well, I think, what we're going to do with the K money. I have nothing to add to that. I think you've done it perfectly. But one thing I do want to add before we we, we wrap up this emergency pod, um, I don't know how you feel. I'm going to go first with this. I think that now is the time for our supporters to, to, again, and I say this often, to grow a pair. Uh, Get behind this manager. Get behind where we're going. Um, You know, there's no point using sticks to keep beating people with. I mean, whatever we think of of Daniel, and and look, we'll get into that's It's a perennial topic, what we think of him, how he deals with it. He deals with things as he deals with things. We are where we are. And thankfully, at this moment, I feel for the sadness that we would have about Harry leaving, there is a lot of optimism about the future based on the manager we've just been talking about, the system of football we're playing, and some of the players that we have and it's not like we don't have a great replacement already i mean you never replace harry kane you can't you can't replace players like that but sun young min come on future skipper possibly not bad (laughs) right i mean captain for me would be between madison and and son um and madison's really impressed me since he came in and the way he he could conducts himself and the way he speaks i think um he's got real authority and and it just yeah comes across really well I, I am a little, you know, I think we've got to be honest about this in that, you know, if we get off a bad, to a bad start to the season and we, we have got some tough fixtures early on, um, I think we're away from home four out of our first five games. Um, you know, every time we fail to win or we fail to score, then the, the narrative's going to be, you know, would you won that game if Kane was playing? Um, you know, if Richie struggles a bit at the beginning of the season, then again, that's going to be, um, you know, that's going to be hanging over us. And, you know, I think in terms of kind of the fact how the fans react to this, you know, if results are good, then I think everyone will be on board and it will be all be fine. I think if results are bad and we struggle into the autumn, then this is going to drag on for a bit and they'll be, you know, kind of discontent and, and grumbling about it. And I think one thing to, to watch out for before the Man United game at home, there's the ticket protest outside the ground. And I, I am a little concerned that that gets hijacked now about a kind of general kind of, um, uh, kind of Enoch out or Levy out uh, protest. And, um, you know, we were talking about this on, on Sunday, Steph, about how, you know, that's the right, also Monday even, that so it's the right protest and, you know, it's targeted and it's specific. And if it becomes a general one and, and a bit more um, kind of noisy and, um, 
kind of antagonistic. I think it, it, it will cut out our chances of you know making a point around ticket prices, and I think that you know that will be to the detriment. And I also think there's elements of that kind of protest that kind of you know the, the elements of that kind of anti-Semitism, which I think will be really bad for the, to be associated with the trust. So I am a little worried about what happens with that protest in uh, in a week's time. Yeah, I agree. And again, I think the responsibility is on supporters to 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 really, uh, you know, this is this is Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. It's not Harry Kane FC. It's not Daniel Levy FC. He's he's currently the chairman. The football club was here before him. It will be here after him, and there will be an after. And most certainly, and Harry would agree, there was a football club before him, and we have seen great players go. We have seen the likes of Glenn Hoddle leave. We have seen the likes of Paul Gascoigne leave. We have seen the likes of Luka Modric, Dimitar Berbatov, Gareth Bale. We have seen absolute legends leave this club. And actually, the last legend that left this club, Gareth Bale, look what happened a couple of years later in the slipstream. We got Harry Kane and all 280 goals of him. And look, of course, as you quite rightly said, people will question if we go into defeat in the first few games of the season. Well, would it have been different with Harry? Uh, The answer to that is, of course, it would have been different with Harry. Why do you think every top football club in the world wanted him? And why do you think Bayern Munich are paying £100 million for a 30-year-old player? plus add-ons, everyone would want him and he would make a difference in any game. But here we are. The era we knew that was going to come has arrived and it is time to buckle up and enjoy the ride because there is going to be a ride. It's going to be exciting. The counter-narrative to that, of course, is if he stayed and he was still intent on leaving, then that would have been a narrative that also ran all the way through the season. You know, if he was negotiating with another club come January, then... There would have been questions about that. If it was clear that he was going to go to one of our domestic rivals, when we were coming up to playing them, there would have been a whole narrative about whether Ange can trust to play him against, you know, City or United or Chelsea or, you know, whoever that happened to be. Yeah, I agree. you know, so actually, I think from Angie's point of view, that would have been hanging over him all season. He still would have yes. got questions about Kane. And I think from his point of view, I think that's he's probably better off without that. I also think that, you know, we, we obviously we're having a rebuild this year. We're having you know new players coming in, a new system. And if he'd stayed around and left next summer, then you're almost making it a two-year rebuild job. Whereas if we do the work now, then maybe we can, we, can, we can work through that this season and next season we can push on and, and, and be the kind yeah. of full the full Ange side look I I don't I won't pretend that I didn't have another view uh as well uh competing with that I've had two two views I've had dialectic I've had a dialectic view on this throughout mm. I mean then my other side was hey you know he gets in the Champions League you know perhaps he sticks around you never know that could happen it could be great for that to happen for us it could be help help other players come through in his last season you know but let's be honest that's you take a you take a positive view of either side of this decision because losing a player of Harry Kane's magnitude is incredibly tough. But as you said at the beginning of this pod, the truth is, if we are all honest, we've been losing him for the last two seasons. This is like, uh, I mean, one would say this is a sl- the slowest goodbye ever. Mm-hmm. The goodbye has happened. And I will speak personally for myself. It behooves me to, and I, I'll make, I'll, I'll try and make a promise to you now, Milo, right here on this pod. And you can hold me to it. I'm going to try and cease with my uh, criticisms of timing and, and the last minute bullshit and all the things that really aggravated me about how this actually ended up going down. And I'm just going to accept this was a two year departure. It's happened. Thankfully, it's happened before we start at Brentford. Mm-hmm. We have a whole season ahead of us. We have the avuncular Fergie like uh, you know, guidance of Ange, and we have some really exciting football to come. And I just have to say, thank you so much, Harry, for everything you did for us. Uh, we'll always love you in 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 my own way. Um, but the, the it's the future onwards. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I think that's right. I think, um, yeah, and you know, I think in terms of the yeah, kind of the transfer window, we've still got three weeks of it left. So you know, there's time to spend it. It's not like we've seen before, where it's been a you know, kind of last day of the transfer window, and then a rush to try and get substandard players in. It does look like we could done the groundwork on on these. Actually, I think our recruitment's been pretty good and pretty sharp and targeted all summer. Um, and you know, and we've got time to get those deals done. So, you know, whilst it's not great that it's happened on the day that the Premier League's kicked off, it is too close to the Brentford game. We'd all much rather it was done weeks ago. Um, but let's face it, people would have been pissing and moaning whenever it happened. You know, it could have happened on the first day of the transfer window. It could have happened next summer for free. People would still find a, a, you know, a reason to moan about it because, you know, it, it's our best ever player who's leaving the club. You know, there's no good time yeah. for that to happen. Yeah, and and uh, you know, I, again, I I'll be pissing and moaning about something, I'm sure, in the coming weeks. But let's leave this behind. Final question. Um, I'm going to hit you with this a little glib, maybe. But uh, that curious mural that sprung up round the corner. Mm. You painting over it or you're leaving it? Yeah, I mean, I was, I was talking to some friends on on Twitter before we came on tonight. I mean, you know, th- there's a there's a a wall there that needs Eric Lamella's face on it. And <laughs> yeah, I, I obviously I'd I'd like Lamella treading on. Fabregas's hand <laughs> on that wall. I mean, it's great. You know, he's the true legend. He's the true legend that we've lost over the last few years, and he deserve he deserves some recogni- recognition. So, can, can, can I just say, as much as as much as that mural was was a good thing, I never felt fully comfortable with the fact that the top left hand corner of Harry's brain was missing. Oh, didn't I mean? <laughs> Do you remember you talking about Harry's horns a few weeks ago? I mean, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, maybe they'll yeah. just fit those on it now and make it kind of three dimensional. And <laughs> there um, you go, and stick a Bayern shirt on him. <laughs> anyway, so. well, you know what? I think we, we, we've we, we talked about how we would disagree on on this. We've actually been probably more congruent on this than, than we ever knew. Um, we should have recorded have to- the pre pod, and then people would have got. <laughs> We've just got to stop working these things through before we start the press record. Yeah, I mean, look, hopefully what uh, what everyone who's joining us in this pod, uh, hopefully you're all with us that, you know, yes, it's sad. He is the one of the greatest players we've ever had. But just remember, this football club has been here before him. He will be here after him. And we have lost many legends in the past. And look who came after them. That's maybe the most important thing to take away from all this, I think. Thank you very much to Harry Kane. I'm sure you'll join me in that. Mm, for, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and 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 cheers, mate, for for uh, jumping on and uh, having this uh, sort of talk through therapy session, maybe uh, for for us yeah. and maybe hopefully for for listeners. Hopefully, it's been everyone, fun. it has been okay, mate. And uh, we will spare you um, any mention of Harry Kane. Well, minimal mention of Harry Kane uh, <laughs> when we're back with our normal pod and our opening game of the season against Brentford, and we will also be touching on our B team beating Barcelona for eighty minutes. Um, and uh, you know we should just view that as an eighty-minute game. So, oh, and we are going to preview the upcoming season, uh, which I see in the notes. We are off to rapidly rewrite. I have to once again give Milo full credit. He is off to rapidly rewrite it, and I will come in and probably sprinkle in a few really annoying additions. <laughs> but it's fun. We're looking forward to this season, uh, regardless of today's news. Um, so, thanks very much for joining us, and we'll see you. Ooh, yeah, in a few days. Cheers, guys. Bye.